Welcome to Parents Take Five, where we take five minutes of your day to share parenting and family tips that help you grow in faith. Here, we come to you in your car, through your headphones, on the go, while chasing your kiddos or texting your youth, wherever you need a little support in your day. I'm Jen Evans, an ordained pastor and educator with years of experience with children, youth, young adults, parents, family ministries, and I am also your host. If you have questions or ideas, you can find the Facebook group for listeners and follow us on Insta by searching for Parents Take Five. That's F-I-V-E. And check out ParentsTakeFive.com for more church and family resources or to find out how to request a virtual meeting, speaking engagement, and workshop. With that said, I hope you enjoy this moment of sanity and growth catalyst. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel for more tidbits on the fives. Hey y'all, it's Jen. I am so glad to be with you today. I have a really good friend and colleague in ministry, Lisa Coffer with me today. Lisa is a creative brain. She is a wife, a mom, an artist storyteller well and she is also the creator of the muddy fork and y'all we are going to talk about that because it is so good for families um i have really enjoyed this lisa and i have to say lisa i heard that you have two sheepadoodles what sure. in the world is a sheepadoodle sheepadoodles are um big dogs that are full of love they are a mix of old english sheepdog and standard poodle and their names are Pongo and Nala, and they're just full of energy, and Nala will dance with me sometimes, like most dogs, that's how big they are. That is so cute. Okay, well, that is so much cuter than what I had pictured in my head, because I was thinking a sheep <laughs> and a doodle. <laughs> I could not put the two together. I gotta be honest, I could not put the two together. They're, um, and they're very black. Their fur is very black, so. Ah. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to look this up and you'll have to send me a picture <laughs> of, uh, of your sweet baby. So, um, well, I'm glad that you're with us today. Thank you. So we are going to talk a little bit about this fun resource that I found. And you know, I, Lisa, you know this and all the listeners know this. I really am not a person that loves to plug resources because I'm not a walking advertisement. I just, am, that's not the purpose of this podcast at all. The point of the podcast is um, to help families, right. Be more faithful in what, in what we do and to be supportive of parents. But I think that these pray and play cards that you came up with are amazing at this. Um, so give us, give the listeners a little piece of what those are so that we can talk a little bit more in depth about that. Absolutely. Well, um, they were inspired by something that my family discovered years ago at just a church bazaar. It was a little sugar basket filled with laminated prayers. And um, some of them were familiar and some of them were sort of camp prayers. You know, some of them were put to tunes of hymns and things like that. And so we keep that in our dining room. And um, my kids still always love picking these cards out for our prayer. And because I have three children, we usually pray three times, three different ways. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and sometimes more because, you know, it's just fun to pick the cards. So, um, and so that has been a fun, 
fun thing um, in our in our family rhythm already. Um, but I started to think about what if there was a way to not only have kind of a prayer card that could be in your dining room, but also to have some kind of activity component. And so that's where the idea started. And so um, fast forward, it just kind of the project grew from there. And so now there's like 10 different ways you can use these. <laughs> um, and so you can use them as like a dinner prayer. You could use them as a devotional activity. Um, you could use them in small groups or Sunday school. Um, and yeah. the, the illustration, there's an illustration on the back, which has, it opens up a lot of opportunity for gameplay. So if you think of any game that requires keywords like Pictionary or charades mm. or heads up or 20 questions, um, you have this deck of cards that's ready to use with, with those familiar games too. So there's just, that's the, that's the beginning of the story. <laughs> it's so great so, because what these cards do, there's one for each week. Yes. Um, so there are 52 weeks mm -hmm. in a year. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> we get there. Uh, so that means that there are 52 cards and uh, the one I'm looking at, I, I'm just going to pull this one right here, which is uh, week 52. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and what's so beautiful about these is it tells you the where we are in the church year so ordinary time or advent or lent um it, it's very helpful i think for families to be able to know that it has a great picture on it that's very clear and um i would say it's simple and cute without it being cutesy so it has a picture of fruit on it and it says there's a question that says, which fruit of the spirit feels challenging to you? What a great question for your family. And underneath that, it says fruit and goodness. So those are words, right? That you were just talking about that you yes. could be able to use in um, a fun and creative way with your family. Heads up is by far one of our favorites. <laughs> um, for sure. But even if you have little babies, little, little ones, you certainly uh could ask them to draw a chair like you know or a yes. fruit or you know whatever their favorite fruit a fruit basket um that's a great way it doesn't matter how old they are they well and also because it's it's a drawing that's supposed to be easy to recognize um they don't have to be able to read to be able mm. to play um and actually just on the note of the little illustrations the game that we played it in my house while I was developing these was like at the end of each night I would say what do you think this is and if they guessed fruit, then I would move on to the next illustration. And if they said something that was not fruit, then I knew I needed to work harder. Mm. <laughs> you know, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Well, they're definitely and identifiable for sure. Um, that's for sure. So then you flip it over um, and it says ordinary time. And then there's a prayer. It's lovely. It says, gentle God, your faithfulness abounds, your love endures, your grace is a holy mystery. May we share these gifts every chance we get. Amen. These are beautiful prayers. Thank you. Beautiful. And, and each one 
the way that you address God is different. There's abiding God and there is God of new beginnings and there God at steadfast God. So God has so many names. That's really inspired by um, my pastor and friend that I grew up with, um, Reverend Tom Schumann, in his liturgy and writing. Um, he's very poetic and and has so many names of God that he has shared over time. That that is the inspiration for that. Mm, that's beautiful. And then there's a scripture. This one is uh, Galatians five twenty two and twenty three. So you could read that as a family. And that should be the scripture for the fruit of the spirit. Mm. So if you don't know what the fruits of the spirit are. That's a great place to go. Yeah. So whether or not you know the, the fruits of the spirit or, or whatever the card is about is really irrelevant because you are providing the information that families would need to go back to, to bring it full circle. Um, so you're really not leaving anybody out in the cold here. Um, That's the hope. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, it's pretty clear. And then one of my favorite parts, <laughs> truly one of my favorite parts is you've listed a song. Mm. That's true. So half of the deck, the first half of the deck has a response activity that is musical. Mm. And so for the season of Advent, there are hymns and for the other Sundays that are not Advent, but in the first part of the deck, um, there are songs from the Beatles and the Birds and Louis Armstrong and Elizabeth Mitchell, um, things that should thematically connect. But then when you get to Pentecost, it kind of switches. And so the response lists different game activities that you can do. Mm. For David and Goliath, you're invited to play rock, paper, scissors. Well, who doesn't love rock, paper, scissors? And that's pretty creative that you were able to put that on there. I mean, that that's a game that fits perfectly, an activity that fits perfectly. Here's one that is for freeze tag. Mm -hmm. Oh, can't you see that happening in our house? Us all running around doing freeze tag. That would be so fun. <laughs> I We'd love have to it. go outside because five humans and two sheepadoodles running through the house playing freeze tag is just too much. So we'd have to go outside. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, there's one here that says 20 questions. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's my house all the time. But no, these are really easy for families. I think these are absolutely wonderful. And um, as parents, we are always looking for ways to pass on faith um, to our kids. So I, I want to end this episode with this. Tell me how these cards were influential in uh, being created by you? Like what was the impetus for that? And also how you see that they are influencing your family life now? Hmm. Well, I would share that um, this was an idea that I've had for maybe a couple of years to make something like this, but um, it wasn't until the Muddy Fork came into being that I decided to go ahead and, and put the work in to make it happen. Um, partly because then I knew that I could share it with my family, but I also had a feeling that, that other people might be able to enjoy it too, families and educators. And, um, and so 
so that's where the idea came from. And, and that practice of my kids pulling the cards um, at dinner time, um, I, I thought that they would get tired of doing that and they have not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're seven, 12 and 15. So um, I just, that, that delights me. And so I, I want to encourage more of that. Um, and so then, um, and then, you know, how, how has this like influenced our family? I would say um, sometimes when parents are working, it is something that they do very individually and maybe their kids don't know like what their parent does all day. Um, I would say so far, because these are still pretty brand new, um, the biggest impact to my family has been creating them together because it really was something that I was working on every day for over a month probably. Um, and, and particularly my youngest son would come to me and say like, okay, I wanna, I wanna see what, what did you work on today? And so um, I know that, that it has meaning for them in, um, in being a part of it coming into being. Because really, if it wasn't something that, um, that was already feeding us um, spiritually at, at the dinner table, then it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been something that we spent time on, me by myself or us together. So, Well, I wanna give thanks for the way that you are helping us as families. Um, and parents, because we are on the go all the time, it feels like, even though we are still kind of coming out of this um, pandemic, I feel like we're on the go, go, go. And this is a great way for us to stay connected with our kiddos and um, grow deeper in our faith. So thank you, Lisa. And listeners, let me just tell you this. Lisa um, has also been generous and given us a set of play and pray and play cards. Um, and so there is a chance for you to win uh, some of these. Thank you, Lisa. So check social media. There will be a question there for you to answer for a drawing. And we are so excited that you shared your time and energy with us, Lisa. If you guys want to find out more information about the Muddy Fork, you can find it at themuddyfork.org. And of course, y'all, she's all over social media like the rest of us. So thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Jen. I hope that you've enjoyed having a few minutes to help you recenter, refocus, and reflect on family and faith. As you think of questions or ideas that you'd like for me to explore on the podcast, check out Instagram and the Facebook group to reach me. I hope that you'll take five with us again.